Hello, and welcome to Checking the Gate, a film and religion podcast. This is episode 37. I am Michael M. Patty. And I am Robert Wright Sasko. And today we are doing something that is entirely uh, my fault. We are doing the retro episode of Checking the Gate, where we will be discussing 1978's Oh God, starring George Burns and John Denver. And in TV Corner, Highway to Heaven from the late 80s. I don't have the exact dates right in front of me. The late 80s. Uh, starring Michael Landon and Victor French. Yes, uh, two very interesting, interesting shows that uh, really strive to show the reality of God, but we'll, uh, we'll be getting to that. So I don't know, there wasn't a whole lot of reality in that episode of Highway to Heaven we just watched. Yes, a lot of, well, you know, it was... It was the 80s. Yes, and, and you watch, you know, Oh God, and it was the 70s oh yeah <laughs> oh god the hair yeah <laughs> let's talk about oh god i just watched this today you watched it i watched it several weeks ago yeah so um that that's how long we've been planning this episode yeah well we hope that you enjoyed my little rant that we, <laughs> that we did in lieu of this episode last month uh but well, well before we get into it let's talk about some news um the last r- actual episode we did was on Longmire, and we were, yeah. No, I think we did another one after that. No, yeah, it was Longmire. Oh, yeah, I guess it would have been, because 35 was the Rapture one, and then we did. Yeah. What was the movie? Uh, It was The Master. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we were talking about Longmire last time. And uh, we were demanding Netflix. We were demanding Netflix that they I, consider it for their approval. Somebody. I, I believe I used the word bidding war. So Mike has some news on that. We'll put the website yeah. here. On, it's from Deadline Hollywood. Yeah, Deadline.com is reporting that Netflix is in, quote, deep negotiations to bring Longmire back for season four. Now, all of this is tentative. But uh, th- this is the this is the uh, most concrete news we've had in months since it uh, got liberated from A and E. So cross your fingers, and uh, you know, it, it, allegedly, if a deal is struck, then production will begin back again in March. So good luck, guys. Yes. Yeah, and this is. Not the only website. It was, you saw you brought I, up I a couple s- links. Yeah, I I saw on a TV line uh, had a link to Deadline's story, so, but Deadline was the one who who broke it. Here's hoping. Yeah, here's praying. So, uh, pray for Longmire. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, a lot of people work on it, and it's yeah. it's a good TV show. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, God's creation. And we should enjoy it, which is one of the morals of today's movie. Oh God! Sorry. Well, let me interrupt you. <laughs> don't don't pray for selfie to come back. Oh, uh, I did like that show. I thought it was funny. I think you're the only one. Yeah, that's why it's being canceled. So, it, it it's going the way of um, cop rock. Yeah. And, well, what <laughs> um, that a- Anne Hayes show we reviewed? What oh, was the name of that oh, one? Save me. Save me. Yeah. That, I, is that right? I don't. Yeah, even... <laughs> that one only lasted. Yeah, half a dozen episodes. I think that lasted more episodes than selfie. Oh yeah, (laughs) Uh, I enjoyed both of them for what they were. uh, You know, just kind of. I I liked Karen Gillan on Doctor Who. I watched the first episode of Selfie over the summer when they put the pilots up, 
and I I really didn't like it. The best thing I could say about it was her accent was spot on. Yeah. Well, it's it's about her trying to become Oh no, a, a, I a selfless person. That's fine. And I really didn't like it. Yeah. And the the if you watched more episodes like the, her character becomes a lot more likable because of what she does and you realize that John Cho's character is uh, about as uh, self-absorbed as she is. <laughs> But he doesn't really realize it, oh. so it, it's kind of a twist on the My Fair Lady thing, and I, I liked it. But theoretically, hypothetically, possibly, I don't think any of those words are right. <laughs> Supposedly, the Christmas special is Jenna Coleman's last. Oh, really? Supposedly, I read it. Some, there's a there's a rumor. Yeah, it was not denied, but it was not confirmed. Also, yeah. So, I understand Selfie just got canceled. <laughs> the, my, Mike's doing some praying now. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Amy Pond. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I want them to bring back River Song and have him go. You know forward. what? She would, she would be, she would stand up better with him. Yes, I think they're they're closer in age. That's not a bad idea. Actually, now that you mention it. They have some honest-to-goodness uh, River Song as a companion in consecutive episodes moving forward in time, none of this backwards stuff. And, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. And but they're and they're married, so who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I don't think Stephen Moffat cares what we want. We're not going <laughs> to get what we want for... Come on, Santa Moffat. <laughs> No, that's that's the Christmas episode. Yeah, that yeah, that should be the plot of the Christmas episode. Santa Moffat comes out and gives fans everything they want. <laughs> uh, Classic doctors, you got it. <laughs> Amy and Rory, you better believe it. Oh man! <laughs> All right, so let's talk about. Oh God! <laughs> yes. Yes, we we had uh, we've been snacking on some of the leftover Halloween candy. Yeah, uh, maybe some of it was from last year. Who knows? But anyway, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. It 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 holds up despite being almost as old as me. Yeah, it, it holds up, and a lot of that has to do with the charm and charisma from the two leads. Yeah, you just like George Burns and John Denver. Yeah, John Denver, I thought, oh, man, another, this is going to be the jazz singer all over again. Neil Diamond, I not the best actor. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, Mom. That's my mom's favorite movie. She's oh, okay. a diehard Neil Diamond fan. I grew up singing Forever in Blue Jeans. And um, is, is this where I do my Neil Diamond impression? Yes. Had a dream to take him there. They're coming to America. That's actually really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but that that was like our favorite movie. But and I was expecting the same thing from John Denver, but he he, he did a nuanced performance there. I mean, it was it didn't yeah. have a ton of depth. It, it no. But he for for being a a big rich singer, yeah. he he pulls off lowly grocery assistant manager really well. Yeah. And Robert and I both worked in retail 
years ago, and uh, the, it was it was pretty much a lot like that. I, I like the the uh, opening credit montage and all the different situations. I think each yeah. of us have seen most of the probably together we've seen. If we combine our experience, we've seen all that stuff. Yeah, you know, the, the lady putting the meat in her purse and shoplifting, and the other workers making out in the back. And <laughs> that never happened to me. I never, I never saw that. Uh, yeah. Well, welcome to Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was great. And George Burns, I was kind of expecting him to phone it in, but he was really warm. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, and he also comes from a another generation of comedy where he, you know, delivers the one-liners. And yeah. I don't think anyone else could have really pulled that off because there's some there's some good ones in there that I really liked. Yeah. Um, well, uh, why don't you give us a rundown of the plot before we get too much further into our analysis? Uh, you saw it more recently than me, but I'll I'll give it a try. Uh, John Denver plays a grocery store assistant manager, and just out of the blue. Unlike a modern movie, there there isn't a half hour of setup over why he needs to talk to God. He just is lying in bed at the end of the day with uh, his wife, played by the hilarious Terry Garr, who does kind of phone it in. She doesn't have a lot to do in this movie. Now that's she, not that's not her fault though. She's in various states of undress during this whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he's they're just laying there talking and there's a, a note next to his uh, oh it, it was an envelope that came in the mail yeah. it says god has requested an interview and so there's some you know he thinks it's a joke and ends up there just by accident he's he's led there yeah he keep, they keeps fighting the note after he thinks yeah. he's, he's throwing it away and that's exactly what happens god just wants to talk to him and explain it himself and the rest of the movie is him trying to get the word out through mass media and not being very successful, uh, culminating in him going on the Dinah Shore show. I guess that was popular back then. I only know Dinah Shore for being in commercials for chicken. <laughs> did did they have those in Ohio back no. then? Yeah, she was... Uh, some kind of, like, chicken breast or something that I... Maybe it was a grocery store that I I don't remember. Long time ago. I was yeah. like six. Yeah. And he's on the Dinosaur Show with some other. Is it Carl Reiner? Carl Reiner, who directed the movie. Yeah. Uh, is is on the Dinosaur Show with him, uh, and he says he's talked to God, and he gives George Burns's picture to a police sketch artist, and there are still many skeptical people, but uh, at a he ends up going on trial. Well, he he, he he goes. He's invited by a a convention of theologians, and there, there's it's almost like a joke. Oh, that's the joke. Uh, uh, you know, a rabbi, a priest, and a you know a minister walk into a, a meeting with John Denver. <laughs> ah, that that's clever. Um, but they're they don't quite believe that you know God would speak to a grocery store clerk, and not to them. So they get all upset, especially. Uh, the evangelical televangelist played by Paul Sorvino, who is playing against type, which is not an Italian gangster. So he, w I was quite pleased to see him <laughs> do something other than that. 
Yeah, there's and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot really of stretching it. your their range and you know John Denver, George Burns, Paul Servino, um, David Ogden Styers played a uh, district manager and not a wartime surgeon <laughs> or a clock <laughs> in Beauty and the Beast. Okay, he was oh, the clock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you're. Your daughter hasn't graduated no. to the Disney princess stage yet, no. has she? I, I, I saw Beauty and the Beast once. Yeah. Oh, just wait. It's coming. Okay. It'll start with Elsa. It, it already <laughs> has. That already has. Oh, okay. Yeah. We tried showing her a picture of Adina Menzel, and she, she has a Christmas album out. And she doesn't and, get it. No. <laughs> that, yes, folks, see our Frozen episode for her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so... As as they go on trial, because he, um, he had slandered this televangelist on TV, uh, saying that hey, God wants you to quit, which God actually told him to do. Which I kind of stood up and cheered at that point. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, you tell him." Uh, and then God shows up in court, and uh, uh, you know proves who he is, does a miracle, does a car trick first, <laughs> does a miracle, and then. Uh, and then, but he doesn't leave any evidence. There's no recording. Even the the guy doing the, yeah, the court reporter, the court reporter, all 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 of God's uh, testimony has disappeared from that. So, it, it it's up to faith, and they have to believe. And uh, so, and that's where it ends. And John and John Denver is like, well, did we? Uh, I don't. Th- I think we failed. And God's like, we did what we set out to do. Got the word out, and you know you you're Johnny Appleseed. You're just scattering seeds, and, and then he walks off into the distance with the the lovely song playing in the background. A, a nice uh, '70s warm filtered shot of the <laughs> sunlight coming through the trees. You know that uh, that nice um, French New Wave influence coming through. <laughs> if God so. wanted to get the word out, why doesn't he leave evidence of himself? Because evidence precludes faith, but so he, he doesn't want people, people to have faith. He yeah. wants to get the word out. He wants to get. He wants to. He wants them to hear and believe, like like John Denver did. He heard and believed. But why didn't like Joan he of Arc did? Let himself go on TV. You know, well, I'm here. Believe in me. Yeah. Well. He wants, uh, because he wants that faith. would be that he, would be wants, a, that would be a really short movie. Yeah. Well, that's one thing, and it's it's also the point that he makes himself in the movie. You know, why why don't you show up to everybody? Why don't you tell everyone what to do? And he he answers. Wh- that's what I liked is the answers that to all those questions we wanted to ask. Well, why don't you just fix all the problems? And you know, he gave he gave like the funny snarky answer, mm-hmm. but it was the like the theologically correct one. There's a couple ones that I, I had a problem with. Like, he was asking him, "Well, you mean you know the future?" He's like, "I don't know the future." I, I it was, it was kind of a joke. You know, I, I know the future as soon as it turns into the past. You know, <laughs> and uh, that, that's like, well, it's not quite God's character. I mean, he, I think it's, I think he's a little more timey wimey than that. <laughs> you know, he sees all possible futures. So, but I, I, that's what I, I really liked about it. He. You know stuff like, uh, you know, why are you picking me, God? I don't go to, I don't belong to any church. And God says, neither do I. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's funny but true. And that's what I liked about this movie. It was funny but true. The whole thing. What did you like about it, Mike? 
going back to how how charming and likable the whole thing was. It was just good old fashioned feel good. Yeah, and and there's there's not enough of that. Yeah, everything anymore. has to be. Yeah, everything has to copy the Dark Knight and be <laughs> gloomy. That's exactly what came to my mind. You know, <laughs> it's not who you are on the inside. Of it's you what do. you do that matters. Yeah. Rachel, where is he? Sorry. <laughs> you know, nothing really terrible or awful happens, and you know, there there's like the conflict between. Jerry Flanders, the Landers. Jerry Landers, sorry. Well, let let me speak to this right now. I'm watching this movie, and I'm I'm thinking you stick a mustache on John Denver. You know, his name is Jerry Landers. You stick a mustache on him, and he's Ned Flanders. And I'm thinking that that can't be an accident. You know, I I think that was the pattern for the character when Matt Groening was. Uh, that's my I, that's my crazy theory. I completely missed that. I didn't get any. But I, just uh, just the way he speaks, over my head. he's like he he, he has a uh, well uh, 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 kind of Ned Flanders kind of well uh, it deadly. Ned know. Ned Flanders doesn't stammer. He he, he has, does stammer. He doesn't stammer. He has a verbal tick. Oh, that's well. not the same thing. Well, it's it's I think it's similar enough. You know the glasses and the haircut and the. <laughs> Everybody had that haircut in the seventies. Yeah, but not on The Simpsons. I I don't think Ned Flanders is influenced by John Denver in Oh God. I, I think so. All right, listeners, we're gonna crowdsource this. If you can find compelling evidence that the creators of The Simpsons were influenced by the Carl Reiner classic Oh God. Drop us a line at ctgpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, please do so. Settle this ongoing debate between we, Mike and I. We may or may not <laughs> check that website or check that email address. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not sh- Are you checking it, Robert? I'm not. Uh, I don't think I have access to it. I gave you the password. Oh, okay. I'll, t- I'll, I'll get it again from you afterwards. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I I liked it kind of stuck it to the televangelist and it's very interesting because this was at least a decade before all the uh, the, the televangelist scandals of of the mid to late 80s that you know um Jimmy Jim, Swagger Jim Baker yeah and the like yeah it uh was eerily prescient <laughs> you know uh, well if if uh George Burns' uh, God character couldn't predict the future. I think Carl Reiner did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Who who didn't see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, like one of the the morals and the things they kept harping on was, you know, God is not about religion. It's about the relationship, and it's about having faith. And that that is something that I think is what makes the movie. Uh, still relevant today. So, you know what it reminded me of? Uh, Bruce Almighty. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I think the much better film, um, Evan Almighty. I, li- I like the second one better. So, I like the first one better. I, I thought the jokes were funnier. <laughs> I think I think Evan Almighty was a better movie about Noah's Ark than Noah was. <laughs> I will not argue with you there. <laughs> I need to see that again. I saw it at the drive-in and started nodding off because it was the second feature. It it was just on TV the other day. I, I was, don't I was get, watching that with the kids. I don't get 
cable anymore. Oh, that's right. You're you're all online. That's right. So the, yeah, I watched I watched Oh God on um, Amazon. I rented it on Amazon. I think our movie watching habits have changed just in the last three years and the way we watch TV and all the TV shows. Because we were like, oh, get this on Netflix, get this. But um, the the TV show we're going to be talking about soon, it, it's kind of a rarity for us. We actually watched on, like I watched some of it on TV on reruns and you watched it. I, I bought season one at uh, BJ's Warehouse. Yeah. For seven ninety nine, because that was the only way <laughs> I, I could I could get it. I don't get cable anymore. I'm I'm not paying two dollars an episode. Yeah. Um, if I'd gotten it from the library, I would have had to return it before. You know, I've had this for months now, and yeah. just watched it whenever. So it was just easier this way. Yeah. Um, I suppose I could have bit torrented it, but. I I can't imagine Highway to Heaven is in <laughs> big demand on Pirate Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to steal this episode about angels. <laughs> Give it to me now. Yeah, that's what I get a cease and desist <laughs> letter over. <laughs> Not the Matrix ten years ago. <laughs> Highway to Heaven. <laughs> that's right, kids. Mm-hmm. Don't download stuff. It's bad. And I never said I wasn't a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, the the Matrix movie I'm talking about is uh, the Matrix Revolutions, and it was worth every penny I didn't pay for it. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh. E- email us or Twitter us and a- ask me about how I felt walking out of the second. Oh Matrix. my God, Robert and I. Yeah, that uh, our uh. our next. Our next We Need a Filler episode would be just us telling stories about all the bad all movies the, we've seen. <laughs> and and the king of them all is The Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. <laughs> well, for a joke Mike likes to give us on our on uh on Christmas, like uh the DVD copy of the bad movie we saw. No, that theater. was um that was the rehearsal dinner. The um oh, that's the, right. the wedding party gifts. I, I gave the groomsmen uh I didn't. I, I was struggling to come up with a gift, and I was trying to think: what did we all have in common? What mutual same thing could I get everybody? Well, they already have movies we've gone to see together, except for you know really lousy ones. <laughs> I know. So I got them a, a gift card to a theater and uh, bad copies of bad movies we'd gone to together. Yeah. So one person got the 2001 Planet of the Apes. One person got Mortal Kombat Annihilation, <laughs> which is probably, which is probably the worst of of the yeah. batch. One person, I think, I think he got Devil's Advocate. No, I think you you gave uh, Carlton the. What did Carlton get? He he got. I think he got the second AVP, and I got the first one. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember we both we both got one of them. Okay. Ma- that yeah. I think that was it. <laughs> yeah. He he and I saw the first one. Okay, then I yeah, I got the second one. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I he we and I saw the first one on my thirtieth birthday, and then, and then we, we went to my house. Yeah, um, and so then me and you saw the second okay. one. Okay, because we we're like, where are the aliens in this? This is like a a, a bad eighties movie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see that one again. I've 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 seen the first one a couple of times. I haven't seen. The, I've only seen the second one that one time. I have it here. I yeah. got it for like three bucks on DVD. 
Well, hey, what, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about uh, we're bootlegging, and oh yeah, I I was I wasn't going to Torrent Highway to Heaven. Yes, <laughs> and then we went down a rat hole. Yes, um, so, too much candy. Yeah. So so, what's your final judgment on Oh God? Uh, I liked it. Uh, that being said, ripe for a reboot. I think the world needs more Oh God. Um, real quick, let's cast Oh God 2015. Let's see. Who do we want? Morgan Freeman's been done. Yeah. He's off the table. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, okay. I've, I've got it. I want to okay. hear yours first. Okay. Uh, I, no, you go. I'm still thinking of who I want to play George Burns' part. That's that's what I got. Okay, you go. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase and Will Ferrell. Yes. <laughs> Score. <laughs> That would be <laughs> all right. Let's go. Let's go see that movie. All right. All right. Yeah. Hollywood. That one's free. Yeah. See, that would be funny because Will Ferrell plays the. Even though he's he plays these outrageous characters, and that's where he may earns his money. He, I think he does the best straight man ever. Because to be a good straight man, you have to have that wild, fantastic comedy. So his, yeah. all his straight men are fantastic. But yeah, Chevy Chase and Will Ferrell. Brilliant. All right. Brilliant. Uh, Highway Uh, to Heaven? Highway to Heaven. Highway to Heaven. Yeah. uh, Believe it or not, Highway to Heaven is still being shown over broadcast airwaves. Yeah, I watched I watched a couple episodes on Retro TV. Yeah, the same the same channel that shows like Wonder Woman and Batman. I have not seen those on this channel. I've seen okay. like uh, the Cisco Kid, hmm. uh, Bonanza, um, that '80s Zorro TV show. There was an oh, wasn't that on the Family Channel? Yeah, and now it's on. Now it's on this? Retro TV. Well, what's great about retro TVs? They also have uh, Mystery Science Theater and Doctor Who. Okay, that's not the same channel I'm thinking of. The same channel I'm thinking of is um. Oh, what is the name of it? It's on nineteen two. Oh, it's a uh, Me TV. Thank you. Yes. Me yes. T- yeah, because they, they have, show they show a lot of Bewitched. Yeah, they and, have Star uh, Trek on and there. And Star Saturdays. Trek. Yeah, Saturdays they've got all sci-fi shows, Lost in Space, Star Trek. Uh, I watched an episode of Wonder Woman a couple weeks ago. It was great. Really? Yeah. Oh. The episode wasn't great, but. Watching Wonder Woman was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Linda Carter is just fantastic. Oh, she was fantastic. yeah, and more than held her own on yeah. the show. And you see her in stuff like uh, Sky High. She's still gorgeous. Yeah, it's still. I I very... don't know. I don't know how she didn't have a bigger career after that. I really don't. It was the seventies, man. I guess. Yeah. So she was. She was. The pioneer for Black Widow and Jean Grey and all the the fantastic female superheroes we have on a Xena Warrior Princess. Oh yes, definitely a precursor to Xena. In fact, the new Wonder Woman, <laughs> who's going to be in the next uh, the, Superman yeah. versus Batman, has had that comparison. Yeah, I saw that. Hey, remember seeing this? So did Zack Snyder. He was called Xena. <laughs> uh, anyways, um. Another rat hole we've 
on our uh, way down. It just seems like yeah. that's that's the way this <laughs> one's gonna go. Oh, it's this Dune. is the new Dune episode <laughs> all over again. <laughs> so how are we starting? Uh, Michael Landon. Yeah. I, who are we kidding? We're <laughs> considering yeah. what we're talking about. What else are we gonna talk about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, I remember watching uh, once in a while back in the day, and you know people had problems with it because it, it didn't always hit the conservative mainline mark. There there was one episode I remember watching back in the day. My pastor uh, at the church I was going to at the time, I was like 12 or 13, showed us this as a bad example of a representation of Christian thinking. And it was uh, Michael Lannon was talking to a woman who had a baby out of wedlock, and, of course, at that time, it was still kind of scandalous, you know. It's not a big deal anymore. But back in the 80s, it was still like, oh, what are we going to do? And, blah, 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 and people are talking. So it was it was trying to dispel that kind of stigma. And the, the girl's telling Michael Landon her problems. And my parents think that I've sinned because I've had this baby. And Michael Landon looks at her and says, well, do you love your child? And she says, yes. And he's like, well, then where's the sin? And it's like. Theologically, that's wrong because you know, cause if you do wrong, you sin. But you don't identify the kid with the sin. You love the kid, of course. But I, I could see why a statement like that had to be made at the time. But not every episode had such a you know profound or uh, overt. time overt or timely uh, message like uh, the one we watched today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It, it it was very 80s TV tropish. At first, it starts out they they answer a sign that says "Help Wanted Angel," and somehow they end. I wasn't following the plot. My daughter was running around, and <laughs> it was hard they, they to start, follow. They start making a movie, and then Victor French's character falls in love with a woman and proposes to her after three or four days on a carousel that he rented after hours but she turns him down and he doesn't know why and it turns she's out like, she's dying yeah and they get married anyway and then he scatters her ocean her, her ashes in the ocean and they move on and then in the next episode you don't even mention her i bet <laughs> yeah well I, while we're watching i was like oh yeah didn't they just make this in the wasn't it uh, with that uh, Joanne Woolley? Didn't they just make that movie? And you're like, yeah, that was The Fault in Our Stars. So I was like, yeah, that's Shailene the one. Woodley. Shailene Woodley. I don't know who Joanne Woolley is. I was thinking, uh, maybe I was thinking Joanne Woolley. Joanne Woolley Kilmer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, too much sugar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was in Willow, directed by Ron Howard. Not Shailene Woodley. No. Yes. No, John Wally Kilmer. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. We were talking about Willow at work the other day. Yeah? And how it's just, yeah. I like that movie. Okay. It had the first example I, of no, nothing I, in it. I, I know. Yeah. Doesn't make it good. Yeah, I thought it was great. Okay. I like so the it, music in it. It's Lord of the Rings knockoff. With of a, course it is. With a baby instead of a ring. That's right. Okay. That's and all. Th- yeah. <laughs> well, they actually have a, an actual... You know, Hobbit in it. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that, right? <laughs> uh, the great Warwick Davis Hobbit stars it, in that movie. Warwick Davis is owned by Lucasfilm, not 
<laughs> I'm sorry, that's a copyright infringement yeah. there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Trademark. Anyways, what were we talking about? Highway to Heaven? <laughs> yeah, it, the the episode, it started uh, about, like, they're making a movie about being nice to people with mental disabilities. And I thought, okay, that's the moral of the story. And then it veers off into this melodramatic, just, yeah. just really sappy... Like what? And uh, one of the episodes that I had seen on retro TV um, involved uh, Victor French's character falling in love with a woman, but she was really a gold digger, and uh, she was gonna trying to take advantage of him. But then once she realized he didn't have any money, she like left him, and this had caused a rift between Jonathan and Mark. Yeah, it caused a rift between them because uh, Jonathan was telling him, "Oh, this is." who she is and how she's like and just be rare and you need to get rid of her. And he's like, you don't understand. I really love her. And, and they had like the same argument in this episode. So Mike was like, are you sure that was a different episode? I was like, yeah, because that woman was, was brunette. And then th- th- it's going on and I've seen the same sort of shots and the same dialogue. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not so sure now. Maybe that was the same episode, but you know, she, she ends up leaving him and, that episode and in this episode she just ends up she they end up together but then she dies and it off screen so, yeah I, I was honestly confused because it was so similar they actually recycled the plot don't you mean <laughs> resurrected but um i have to say i i watched three or four others out of out of the season that I got. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to try and watch them all. And this was the this was the only stinker out out of I think five. Yeah. And the other I watched uh, maybe four. It was four. This was the fourth one. I watched the two part premiere. Yeah. Which was which was halfway decent. It it set everything up. It took its time introducing the characters. It was a two parter. And I watched another one where uh, they have to babysit a movie star's kids while he's on set for 22 hours a day or something like that. Yeah. And that was kind of interesting. Uh, the the movie star was played by the guy who plays Moriarty on Star Trek The Next Generation. Ah, okay, that guy. I had to look him up, but I'm like, who is that? And that one was, was okay. It, it had a cohesive plot. It was a little predictable. I won't use my favorite word here. <laughs> I feel like people expect me. It, it, I feel like I have to, and I'm not going to. I'm gonna be... Stop! <laughs> <laughs> it was... That's not even the right word for this situation. Okay, it, yeah, it okay. Was, it, go. it was a little predictable. Predi- like, you know, yeah. the, the kids... The kids just want daddy's affection, so the little boy starts acting out... They don't want the toys he buys them. And then somehow the the kid star of the movie gets chicken pox. Jonathan may have given it to him. I'm a little fuzzy on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, he talks the kid into trying out ter- for the replacement. And, of course, the father wants nothing to do with it. And, of course, they have to not tell the casting agent what the kid's last name is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just and of course there's a happy ending. Yes, of course. 
But most of these do. I think yeah. Uh, I think the one we watched today. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, and it's like, you know, all right, let's see. Let's see how we can write an uplifting episode where somebody dies at the end. Yeah. I will take that bet. <laughs> yeah. Because really, the show, and you know, they decide they're going to get married because, you know, they might as well be happy for the time you have. Yeah. That was like the moral of the story. I, I was like, wait a minute, everybody be quiet. Here's the moral. <laughs> wait. No, I missed it. Rewind it. Turn it up. <laughs> so it was... Uh, it's like, well, she made you a better person, and that's something you don't lose. You keep, so you know, time is precious. Spend that time. So they get married, and the last scene is really of them sharing their wedding kiss. And then, like, the last, like, 30 seconds is, you know. Just the ocean. They don't show them yeah. spreading the ashes. It's or, it's a voiceover. Yeah. Like, this is what happened. Tell, don't show. Wait, wait the episode's yeah. going too long. Just, just <laughs> tell them what happened. We had all that other crap at the beginning about making a movie. <laughs> well, what was really funny is I noticed at the beginning, I, I'm one of those people who actually read, like, the title credits because I'm really interested who the that guy is and yeah. who's guest starring. I watched the guest cast and then zoned out. Directed by Michael Landon. And in the episode, his character, Jonathan Smith, is hired by the producer who's making this movie to direct it. So he's <laughs> he's directing the episode about his character directing the movie. <laughs> I, I'd like to point out that the whole plot of falling in love with somebody who's dying was done a lot better almost 10 years earlier on The Incredible Hulk in the episode called Married, starring... I believe Emmy winner for her work in it, uh, Marriott Hartley. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of this episode, I swear, they, I swear they're playing they the Sad Hulk music. They slowed down the Highway to Heaven theme on piano, and it sounded like the Lonely Man theme it, on piano at the did, end. It did, I swear. <laughs> it did. I it heard it, it, too. I heard it, too. And I'm singing it, and... Uh, my my wife was watching this with us. She lo- she's looking at me like, "What are you doing?" And Mike's over there chuckling because he knows the song. <laughs> good times, good times. Yeah, sitting what? around watching some Highway to Heaven with your best friends. That's right. <laughs> that's that's how you spend Friday nights in Cleveland. That's <laughs> come and join us, folks. It's wild and crazy <laughs> out here. Ain't no party like a highway to heaven party because <laughs> a highway to heaven party stops promptly at 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your final judgment on highway to heaven? Uh, it was it was very, once again, it was very likable. Michael Landon oozes charisma out of all his long, luscious hair. And uh, <laughs> I I'm tempted to watch some more of it. If for no other reason than to get my eight bucks worth. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I here, I have it in my Yo, pocket. Keep it. I got. It's getting I traded got, in. I got four bucks. All let right. me let me All let right. me watch it when you're done. All I right. Seriously, okay. wanna. Okay. Here I got four dollars. Oh, Robert, Robert just pulled out uh, his him down. his his One, <laughs> roll that he's two. <laughs> but yeah, here's your four dollars. So because here's my final judgment. I'm curious to to really sit down and watch some more. You know, let's. It's like watching Thundercats after many years when it was on TV. <laughs> you thought it was the best show in the world. And then you watch it again. He's like, how did I even sit through one episode of this? Ugh. But but the, 
but you're right. There are some generally good episodes. There's some there's some good acting. You could tell there's a genuine rapport between Victor French and Michael. Yeah, Landon. they were on uh, Little House on the Prairie together. Yeah, we were looking up this guy and that guy on the on the. Well, Mike was doing that on the IMDb because he's fabulously talented at that, and and very quick at it too. And um, discovered some of the supporting players had been on Let Austin the Prairie as well. Yeah. In uh, addition to three episodes of Star Trek, four Twilight Zones. Yeah. um, A Quincy. That that was like his career was a bit player. That That guy. He was professional that guy. Yeah. I think it's what started as the episode. I sorry, I just saw him on the Twilight Zone. (laughs) Let's find out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was a man on the Twilight Zone. That was his and, and yeah. like a minister in like three of the other yeah. episodes. So and and he, then he's on Highway to Heaven. So there you go. So yeah, I I think I will watch some more. So when you're done, when you're done, okay. You know, you know when I come over to do another podcast, yeah, let me. Okay. Let me take a gander at that. All right, quick. Uh, Highway to Heaven 2015. Who'd you cast? Highway to Heaven 2015. Let's think. Um. Uh, Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, they're in everything together. The Hobbit. Sherlock. They're in two things. They're in two things <laughs> together. Let's see. Uh, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers. And Mike Myers. No, Ugh. no, that's two nineties. Um, uh, Chevy Chase. No, no. we did that one. Uh, <laughs> this is a harder one. I know. Well, I have to think about Ooh, this. Yeah. And, and and no, no, no. We can do this now. I'm 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 confident. Who who needs the work? Oh, okay, okay. I've got I've got Jonathan. I've got Jonathan. I'm. Tr- let me think of a good sidekick. Okay, I've got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. Edward James Olmos and Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> Stand and deliver reunion, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Yeah. Dude, Diamond Phillips has got the hair. Nailed it. You did. You did. You got the, the old curmudgeon with old, old James Olmos. Yeah, perfect. Oh, see, I was thinking the other way. I was thinking Edward James Olmos as Jonathan and Lou Diamond Phillips as Mark. Uh-uh, other way, man. You think? Yeah, yeah. It's that good it could go either way. It could go either way. Like Benedict yes. Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller and Frankenstein. <laughs> you don't get that reference, do you? No. They did it on stage. Oh. They, they switched back and forth. Oh really? Yeah, that there was only that. It was only the two of them, and they'd switch Doctor and Monster, on and off. Oh, like different nights. They yeah, do, do, that's sweet. Yeah, that's that's chops, man. I hear they're gonna do that with Sherlock Holmes next. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would that would be something that uh, the Antichrist. I mean, um, uh, Stephen Moffat would do. He's sorry. not the Antichrist. Uh, sorry. Too much candy. All yeah. right. So too much or not enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah, too much. I think that wraps up episode 37 of yeah. uh, Checking the Gate, the Film and Religion podcast. Yeah. Uh, next episode. I'm really looking forward to the next one. Yes. We're going to we're gonna go back to the movie theater for another. Another um, big blockbuster a-list director, Old Testament throwdown. Yeah. 
We're going to go see uh, Ridley Scott's Exodus. Uh, this is what, the 10th Ridley Scott film that we've reviewed on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Third, but who's counting? <laughs> and, uh, All right. It was um, Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus. Uh, Blade Runner. We did Blade Runner? Yeah, we did Blade Runner. Was that like the second or third one? I don't it, it was a very early episode. Yeah, we did Blade I, Runner. I do not remember doing Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, we did Blade Runner. Um, okay. So, yeah. Ridley Scott's one of our favorites. So Yeah. We're going to do Alien. No, <laughs> we're not doing it. But, yeah, so we're, gonna, we're doing all these Ridley Scott movies. And in TV Corner... In TV Corner, by personal request from friend of the show, Matt Lentner, the show is called The Greatest Adventure, Stories from the Bible, and kind of like Veggie Tales, it's uh, direct-to-video, and it's a cartoon, and it's kids that travel back in time and visit Bible stories, <laughs> and it has... Well, according to Wikipedia, produced by Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera featuring every voice actor you've ever heard of. James Earl Jones plays Pharaoh in an episode. I think I think the Moses episode. Uh, was that Barry Bostwick? I oh, hold on. It took me to Moses and not the episode. Yes. Rene Abergenois. He's yeah, this is this is for the whole series. Um Lauren Green. Lauren Green's in an episode. Uh Mark Singer, Helen Slato, Joe Spano plays Jesus. James Bruce McGill. James Whitmore plays Moses. Gavin McLeod. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Werner Dean, Werner Klemperer. Dean Jones. Dean Jones is Xerxes. James Earl Jones is Pharaoh. I'm pretty sure that's Mark the Moses Singer. Episode. Mark Singer. <laughs> Perry King. I mean, oh. come on. There's there's six listeners of this show. I know all of you watched Riptide. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Curry plays Satan. That's a stretch. <laughs> Hey, he's got range, okay? He does more. <laughs> All right? He does more than that. Yeah. Scary clowns. Yeah. Scary clowns. Darkness. Dr. Frankenfurter. When it comes to watching this show, The Greatest Adventure Stories of the Bible, I'm quivering with anticipation. Say it! Patient. <laughs> Michael Nuri, Alan Oppenheimer, Brock Peters, Rene Aubergenois, Robert mentioned him already, George DeCenzo, who is Hordak on He-Man, Jeffrey Tambor, uh, Frank Welker, of and, and I was getting there, Rob Paulson and Frank Welker. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this. I think we should definitely watch the... I'm pretty sure they're all on YouTube. Um, we should definitely watch the Moses episode, if not more. Um, yeah. Well, it says it's the, only 13 episodes. Yeah, the entire series was originally released on VHS with each episode on its own tape. Later, Warner released five episodes of the series on DVD. The remaining eight have yet to be released. I'm pretty sure they're all on YouTube, though. Because I was, I was looking, and I, I think they have 13 of these on there. This is going to be fantastic. I know. It's, <laughs> this is a, 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 a personal note. I love things that are so bad they're funny so oh and peter cullen i how could i forget him oh yes oh there it is first first hit 26 minutes 41 seconds so i'm just gonna bring a little bit of this up uh we don't have sound down here i just have headphones hooked up so yeah there's a there's a moses episode 
So so yeah. oh, there's a playlist of twelve. So okay, most of them. Yeah, if not if not all of them, then twelve of them by a a nice gentleman named Terrence Mann. I'm gonna go ahead and subscribe, so it will be easy to. All right, there we go. I am subscribed, and it will be easy for me to get to his. So I anyway I I love things that are are so bad they're terrible like a Michael Bublé Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that's the the uh, almost straight to video Christopher Lambert Mario Van Peebles film Gunman. Oh. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I, I'm the so, one I'm the one who avidly hunts down. Mystery Science Theater movies, most of which you can find on YouTube as well. So, yeah, yeah, we are connoisseurs of crap. Yes. <laughs> so, so uh, this, anyway, uh, this actually the animation doesn't look all that bad. We were watching just a, a, a taste of it now. Yeah, but we can't so. hear them talking. Yeah. I'm sure once we hear the dialogue from kids from the future talking to biblical characters, who are all white and speak perfect English, I'm sure. Yeah. Let's let's see what Moses looks like. If he if he lo- oh yeah look at all those white people. He looks, com- like, Charl- he looks like Charlton Heston. <laughs> no copyright infringement there. Yeah. I don't think Cecil B. DeMille is gonna be coming after him. So, all right, well, folks, that's uh, that's that's quite enough. That that's <laughs> next time. So yeah, we're looking forward to it, and we hope you are too. Until next time, you can uh, find us in various places on the interwebs, www.cgpodcast.com. Ctgpodcast at gmail.com. Ctgpodcast slash Twitter slash Facebook slash this. Figure it out. Google it. Yes. We're all over the place. In the meantime, go see Exodus so you're ready for the discussion because it's uh, in theaters and you can't catch it on netflix or maybe you're in the future and you can then but yes if you're if you want to do a first listen you'll have to see it in the theater yes and what day does that come out michael december 12th december 12th so we're we're probably gonna go see it that day and record and have this uh, have next episode ready for you in time for christmas we hope yeah we we don't have any christmas stuff to do this year so we're doing we're doing the, the the big religious movie release by our favorite director. That's right. So, so until next time, this is Herbert saying keep the faith. And Michael saying peace out.